the Coach in the Casual Miami edition. We've traveled out to talk to fighters, influencers, and learn more about this MMA game in Miami. We got a special guest, the one and only Sneeko. He's been training. We want to talk about the training, maybe some other stuff we'll get into. Let's go. I'll tell you what, we've taken our towns to South Beach. Uh, I've been, I'm not, I'm not lying. I've been walking around feeling like LeBron James. <laughs> I'm just walking the streets of Miami. But uh, this is new for us, uh, Sneaker. How, how long have you been in Miami? I lived here for like a year and a half. A year and a half. I wouldn't say I'm training. You know, I'm like like doing some cardio. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, come I'm, on, I'm man. exercising. Yeah. You're training, bro. That's training. It's been like you know, like two days. You know? No, bro. I'll tell you honestly, we were just we were, messing around. We were talking about we were talking about off camera and everything. And I'm not trying to slap your knob or anything here, but what I'm saying is that you're actually you're you're an athlete. You you're taking to it a lot quicker than you see a lot of people do it, but. You know, you are super new, especially the grappling. I'm sure you everybody's thrown some shadow punching and things. I, you know, I, everybody thinks of this big tough guy. Yeah, you know, I always walked around thinking I could whip ass. The second I went in and started grappling, I was like, oh my gosh, this sucks. I had a little 145er beating me up. What's it like getting in and actually having somebody put their hands on you and, and having to grapple out of it? I mean, it, it sucks. It's like tiring. I don't like, it's like sweaty men on top of me. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's why well, I'll tell you what, jujitsu is not for you. Yeah, that's, love it. that's the whole point. Like, that's why the, the jujitsu guys get mad at me. It's just like, I just don't want to be like tangled up with a sweaty guy. Like, it's just like, I'd rather just be keeping it. That's why I said I like striking because then I can keep you the fuck away from me. <laughs> Like, I'm tall. I want to use my range. Just like get away, push you, like literally stay here. You're actually then, hurting Ramsey's feelings. Right now. I was like, oh, I thought he was. I don't know, wait, I'm like crying. I'm like, wait, why do I want to roll around with sweaty guys? What the fuck's wrong with me? It's each his own. But it's just like that. That's why I was making that joke. And then all these jujitsu guys are like wanting to kill me. Like you better not step foot in my gym. They're a bunch of nerds, bro. Don't come to my dojo. Who's like, that one guy? He's like a legitimate jujitsu guy. He's like, no, dude, jujitsu's gay. Who? Uh, that one. Uh, oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the the coach at uh, Jiu-Jitsu B Team. Yeah, he's like, oh, what's his name? The really funny guy. Uh, like, yeah, no, yeah, the English, I forget his name. Yeah, he's like, it's mostly gay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was watching you yesterday, Trina. You haven't even gotten in the North South position. That's yeah. just the worst with the. I don't like the name of that. Yeah. It's, it's the gayest one. Yeah. Right? I, don't, I don't. I don't like the name of it. So. And Ramsey, a lot of time when me and him are training, we'll ask if we can start in that position. I'm like, no, bro. Yeah, yeah. B, you're the one that asked. <laughs> so Kyle, we've been training. And I've been trying to teach him jujitsu. And this is why I was wondering, like, from the beginning, is it, like, really, like, kind of just throwing in the deep water? Like, because he literally can't do a submission still. And we've been training, like, six months. Yeah, now. it's rough. <laughs> well, what, what can't you get? Don't you have to, like... Well, the problem is, like, one time Ramsey was like, dude, okay, just bend your leg like this. And I'm like, oh, I can't. And he would, like, try and pull my leg. He's like, oh, you're just fat. You're not flexible. <laughs> But uh, it's tough you because too fat to do a submission. Yeah, like I can't even bend my legs that way or something. He's too stiff is the yeah, problem. Like yeah. you can't like because a lot of times like you know I'm a bigger guy, thick, bro. Uh, but uh, the thing is, I try to do like all power. You know, some Ramsey talked about with you is like you're more patient, less power. You're you're trying to be analytical about it. You know, but I just try to go. You know, I just and then I get tired as hell. Whereas you're like. Are you consciously trying to take more time and not just try and, and blow your energy wad earlier? What, what's your thought process? 
I think you're, you're, I'm just trying to learn, yeah. you know, I just am learning that I'm just thinking about where my body should go and how I can get out of that as quickly as possible to get the sweaty dude off me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, how do I, I maybe that's been my main problem is I actually kind of enjoy the sweaty dude. Yeah. You pulled me in. I haven't had like that thought, like get off me. It's yeah. more like come close. Yeah. Yeah. That's your problem. The sneakers are getting like, Oh, get off. Yeah. I saw you sparring with that guy yesterday. You're just like laying on yeah. top yeah. of him. <laughs> this would be the worst. And, and he was getting mad because I was like, dude, no, jujitsu, like neck kisses are part of it. He was like, no, no, get off me. Oh, <laughs> But I, I did not realize like how defensive they're almost like they treat jujitsu like a religion. Bro, these people like, is, they yeah. worship jujitsu. It's it's insane. Like when you talk about it and you get all these people, they're like literally like want to fight you and yeah. Like do you have people like reaching out trying to fight you about oh, yeah, it every day? Like like five people just now just hit my phone. About fighting you in jiu-jitsu? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Well, you guys were like walking. You were like in the gym the other day, and somebody was trying to fight you. What was that? What was happening the other day? So, girl was trying to fight me yesterday? Or no, like two days ago. Wasn't someone like waiting, waiting out? outside or something? Oh yeah, I forget. Yeah, some dude. It's wild, yeah, dude. It's like, dude, let me live my life. Get yeah. out. But the, the, so that's a big component. You know, I talked to a lot of these these UFC guys that they spend their whole. You're actually doing it opposite of all these guys, right? They spend their whole life working on this craft, working on this, you know, sole focus of being a fighter and and not thinking about anything else. And then they get big, and now they have to learn how to be famous. Right, you're doing it the opposite. You've spent your whole life being in the public eye, and now you're learning to fight. What's it like trying to learn a new skill and wanting? Because when you're brand new, some you don't want people watching you. You want to be able to hone those skills because you don't want to be the the brand new. And now here we are talking about it in a podcast, right. like it. But it's um, it's good. I, I think it's a good thing to focus on. It's. it's social media is like such a like a circus right now. It's like a, a giant clown world. So. It's been good to step away from that and just have something else to like put my attention on. Yeah, focus on being being new at something because you've been good at this skill that you have with social media for so long. It it feels good to be new at something. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting like real tired of it, the the social media world. But like I think that the shift this year, like you're gonna need to have some sort of self improvement with what you do and what you say. Like, I don't think it could just be gimmicky. Like, I was calling somebody last night. He's saying he wanted to start streaming. And he's like, um, I, I know everything about this one guy. And this one guy he's talking about is always, like, in the drama pages and is always getting, like, clowned on. And it's always being talked about. But I don't know a lot about this other guy. And he's extremely successful right now. And he's blowing up. Well, I, I always tell people it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Um, the same thing with like with training, like you, you need to have like you need to build good cardio. You can't just go there explosive, then you're going to tire out and you're going to lose the fight. If you just go into streaming, if you go into social media thinking that you just need to go viral crazy all the time, which everybody thinks right now, like you just need to get your eyes on you, you're going to gas out and people are just going to like poke fun at you. So you need to be thinking about like years in advance and not just like the immediate thing. You need to build an actual fan base, or if you don't have a fan base then you're going to gas out. And you only build a fan base by saying something of value and saying something that people can resonate with. It's not just being like a dancing clown for retail. Right, right. Yeah. big time. And like that's kind of one of the things like, you know, when you're training someone, everyone wants to learn, you know, real quick. And then we've been doing this podcast. I mean, we're learning a lot about, you know, the social media, like we're both yeah. dads in this world. And it's like the same thing. It's like a very consistent product is what people want you know like your stream pretty much every day or yeah try to yeah try to. well you were you were talking to ramsey the other day and you were like yeah I stream, I, i've been streaming for three hours and they're pissed that i'm not doing it for six hours i'm like damn yeah no, i stream for so we were training two times that day yeah 
uh, I had like lawyer stuff all morning. Then we went to prayer. Uh, then we trained. Then I drove home, didn't eat, streamed for three hours. Three hours. Then I go back to the gym and like on the way to the gym, the second gym session day, I'm like eating in my car. And then like I'm reading the, the community, like what they say, the, um, after, and they're just all crying that I'm not streaming longer. Like, Whoa. why did he end the stream? He's so lazy. He's so, like, I'm literally like eating in my car like a homeless dude. Like, and they're just like, the fucking lazy guy. But like, these people like legitimately, if you listen to the people who are really active, yeah. they're just the, the retards. It's like you have to be like a retard for retards. Like you, you need to be screaming at memes with them for seven hours or like going on Omegle and like twerking. It's the dumbest shit ever. If you want to appease them, bro, because they're never going to be happy. It's a Friday night. I shoot for three hours. Like I had a good interview and everything. And they're oh! like, they just like, it's, it's insane, bro. They don't, you can never satisfy these people, bro. Like, that's wild, bro. It's, it's like yeah. fighters, bro. Like, yeah, even, it's such a double-edged sword, though. It's like, you know, you love that you've got the fans, but two, also, it's rough that they feel like they've got claim to your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's like something that? that pisses me. It's right. Like, they, they want all of your time. Yeah. But it's, it's so funny because it's like the antithesis of everything I talk about. Like, I'm saying that we need to work hard, that I, you should go to the gym every single day, like, that you should uh, talk to God. Like, everything that, you know, you should keep your mind occupied on, on good things. And these people just want... Like, if you're sitting watching a stream all day, you're not doing anything yeah. with what I talk about. Yeah, that's true. Like, you're listening to me talk about working hard. You're like, yeah, but yeah. you're not working. You're yeah. just sitting. So it, it's it, it pretty much, it's, it's pretty hypocritical. Like, yeah. I'm telling you to work, but you're Paradoxical. wasting time. They, yeah. In order to watch you tell them to work hard, they have to not be working. Exactly. You're yeah. being entertained to a nothing while I'm actually working streaming. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's it. Well, you know, it's like kind of interesting too. What I've learned nowadays, people are all on computers though. And you can literally like people like, well, like, oh, I'm at work watching your podcast. And for me, I'm, I'm a physical job, so I can't watch anything. And same with you. Like you can't mm -hmm. have your phone in the background, right? When you're streaming, you're like 100% in focused. On focused. And I think that's like kind of a big thing in our society. Now we have like 10 things going on all the time that no one ever has a singular focus, you know? And I, is that like martial arts is kind of bringing that out of you you feel like or yeah i wanted to that's why i think like muslim fighters are so successful they're, they're taking over right now <laughs> Bro, they're scared. like they're taking over so much to the point where they need to add rules and they need to kind of box them out yeah. because they're so dominant like change the scoring basically yeah like you're saying Bilal muhammad not getting the title shot for example or yeah. well, i don't know if you want to talk about it but anyway I mean, you yeah, talk about, yeah absolutely yeah because we had Bilal on here and Bilal's the man yeah he's the man yeah he's, I personally, listen, uh, I think he's going to lose to Leon. We've been, we've been talking about this. But you saw us last night. We were talking, Every time that Ramsey's got somebody, I, it, it's funny how uh, opposite views we are. Anytime Ramsey would pick somebody, I'm like, no, it's the other guy for sure. <laughs> I always pick the Muslim fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so dominant right now in boxing yeah. and MMA, Gervonta, Devin yeah. Haney. Yeah. Um, Islam Makachev, uh, Khabib obviously left as lightweight undisputed champion. And like wrestling, all the best wrestlers now are from there and soon you're going to see since jiu-jitsu is so from brazil and america but you're going to start seeing these dagestanis these eastern european countries start competing at jiu-jitsu and i think they'll take over because when you have that singular focus when you're just you're praying five times like you're you're not going to be thinking about other things like that that gives you a competitive advantage that you can't compare to anything else yeah like being completely focused on just prayer like where nothing else matters where you don't need to drink like go out or you know like 
get distracted by by women or any of the other things that take you off of what you're supposed to be doing like that gives you that edge that that's uncomparable and i want that i want that and i also feel like when i was in that zone doing everything whether you win or lose you don't care because you're like, I've done everything I did. It's up to God at this point. I'm just going to go but out there. But is there a slight advantage of being distracted by women? Because I'm like, oh, that chick's like, I want her to see me whip some ass right now. Yes or no? No, bro. <laughs> no way. Maybe, maybe, maybe against the other guy. Maybe against the other guy who's also looking for that woman's approval. But like, I always look back at that Connor Khabib fight. Yeah, like, that's, that's the perfect true. example of somebody who's like the party thing, fame. Like, <laughs> he's a giant suit versus the guy who's just like stone cold. Yeah. yeah. And Shala. he killed him, bro. Yeah. 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 And he was so like, uh, Khabib was so like unapologetic, but like the guy told him, assalamu alaikum. And then, uh, and then he said, Connor, congrats on proper number 12. And Khabib was like, Hey, don't say assalamu alaikum. And then congrats yeah, you can't on say alaikum. Alaikum. Yeah. <laughs> And same thing, like in the press conference, Connor's trying to get him to drink. Like, why don't you drink? Like it yeah. almost, almost insulting to, to the religion. Actually, but. it's really, I thought, I mean, that was really insulting. And then when he was saying things about his wife, you know, yeah. that, that crossed the line. And I, since then, now you see these Colbys, all these guys crossing the line. Well, here's a question then. Let me ask, not to cut you off, Ramsey, sorry. But you're in the influencer game, and influence, you get, I mean, these guys are selling. I mean, Colby, he's playing a character. He's selling show. Connor, even, I mean, he's getting his ass whipped, and he's like, it's all business, it's all business, right? Can you recognize as somebody in social media that, some of that is important to sell a fight and get eyes. I mean, Colby was about to be cut, and then he cuts that promo about, you Brazilians stink, you're dirty. Can you see the value in it, even if it's to somebody Somebody can be disgusting? Yeah, 100%. I, you got to sell a fight. Like, think about, like, uh, Mavsar Evloev. Like, he's, he's 18 and 0 now. Yeah. And, like, people are, was he getting criticized? Like, did, Bro, Dana said that he was in a boring, the most boring fight last night. I was like. I did completely disagree. That was one of the best ones. I thought Arnold did fucking great. Like, that was a great fight. I want to yeah. see, like, even, yeah, I want to see that quote because I don't believe that he said that. Yeah, he I, said, I he said something along the lines of, like, oh, it was such a boring fight. And, uh, you know, like, he feels sorry for the fans for that. I was like. Are you sure you're not talking about the Bruno Silva? That girl, the girl, the point is, but like Mobstar is 18 and 0, and he's not that famous, and he's probably not going to get, um, he's not going to sell as so many pay per views. Yeah. And I was asking, like, where you're 17 and 0, but like before you won last night, um, and I'm like, I'm like, why aren't you bigger? And he said, well, he doesn't really like feel the need to to do the trash talking or do the social media circle stuff like that. He's just gonna. He just does what he does. He just goes, he treats MMA like a, it's a sport about respect. And love, and they love it, man. Yeah, they so. just, I think that's why I love training with those guys. My wife uh, loves all the Dagestani guys. Like, I was on the PFL with them, and she would, like, only want to sit with them and be around them because she's very, like, conservative, you know, and, like, they're very respectful. You know, they don't touch her. Here's my problem with it, right, is that you're not, I mean, once you get to the UFC, you're there – not for the love of the game, right? Yeah. I mean, you, of course you love it, but you're, you're, you're not there for the love of the game because you could be in any organization for the love of the game, right? You're in the UFC to make money for you and yours, for your family. It's your responsibility to set up your family and your people around you as best as possible, right? So don't you think there's some responsibility to try and sell a fight? Colby can't walk around outside. He sacrificed his entire life, but his family... I've seen him walk outside. I've, I've seen him outside. Right. Yeah. Or, but he has a harder time, or Strickland, like he'll say he won't go out because... He's hated because of the things he says. But what he's doing is, don't you think there's some kind of uh, 
as much as it's gross, the things they say, and sometimes they do go too far, it's some kind of responsibility to try and get themselves the most money possible so they can set up them and theirs. I it's guess a, it's an ethical question. I, I completely respect like Mobstar's decision to not like ever, compromise his morals for money. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I think that that's more important. You know, you, you can't buy that back. Yeah, that's like true. W- once you sell it, it's it's gone. It's gone. there's no return policy in your ethics. Yeah, that's so. true. Oof. Yeah, and but I mean, like Habib did a great job selling fights, and he never trash talked. Yeah, he would but just he be did like, a great job selling fights because the other side because he was stalwart, and the other side was talking shit. Yeah, but also like. I think the way he was just be like, I'm gonna smash you. Like, yeah. it was like, yeah, that's true. He would tell everyone, he's the one that invented that saying, you know, I smash everyone. Mm. And like, Hazma stole that. And I think he did a really good job. Like, he wasn't talking shit. He was just literally saying, I will smash every single I'm person. I'm gonna change his face. Yeah, yeah. And Hazma, yeah. I'll take him to deep waters where he will discover himself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not Makachev is selling fights. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's the number one. He's number one. Does he ever do trash talk? I don't think so. No, no. just a great fight. And he's, he's actually great. funny. Yeah, he's funny. Just sell it all based off of your ability. Yeah, you know, I think that's how you get more people interested in it. I got over the past couple of years, we were talking about this yesterday. You see a lot of people boo when they start grappling. Yeah, because you get the re- like if you appease the retards, okay, I'm gonna stand up and just get beat up and get bloody for these fucking idiots in yeah. the stands who are drunk who don't care about me. Yeah. No, I'm gonna win the fight because this is part of MMA. I'm gonna learn how to grapple. And you your know? coach cares and he wants to see you get out like in a healthy way. Same with that Dagestini. They're all like family. Like they don't want to see anyone get hurt yeah look habib never bled in his whole career because he he was doing it properly he was thinking about the marathon let me win every single fight Mm -hmm. let me do it the right way let me gas these people out like you're just you're just playing the game and then in the long maybe in the moment like they'll be booing but long term look how we're still speaking about him even though he's been retired for years and they booed the shit out of him through his career before he was champ exactly so i i think that it's not really over the long term but like you're going to be favored eventually. Like they'll look back and favor your career more. Like Mobstar is going to be looked at, but in the moment, like the drunk retards, the people, you're not going to make those people happy, but you can't ever try to make those people happy because they're never going to be happy. They're miserable, retarded losers. It's like the crowd, the Roman crowd, man. At the end of the day, they're like, they want to see you killed and they want to see you die. You know, that's all they care about. Yeah. And I see that, but, I, I think it cuts some way for some people. Like, but look at DJ, right? Demetrius Johnson, greatest fighter of all time. Yeah, right? but he was just kind of a nerd who didn't sell any fights, and he got, he got booted. And yeah. he was the greatest fighter. He of didn't all get time. booted. He got a better offer. He got traded. Yeah, and he didn't get traded. That is true. They did trade him for for really? for, yeah. for funky Ben Askren. Yeah, they the one FC and UFC traded DJ for Askren. Ben Askren. When Ben Askren came over and fought Mazadal, remember? Right, right, right. Yeah, and so that was like the big. Thing. so you are right that is true they didn't so, trade but that kind of leads me to this is that but he's making more money yeah, yeah he made more true. money at it's one. not a downgrade yeah, yeah. Uh, ben Askren, like you know ben Askren goes <laughs> afterwards yeah yeah it was a downgrade <laughs> for ben the direct quote for Sneeko Dana said the least fun fight anybody's ever seen so so that's what producer, is he talking yeah, about yeah that, that's what it was and you're like that's our, are produ- you- that's our producer off camera just everybody hears it saying uh, direct quote from Dana is that the least fun fight that anybody's ever seen talking about 
Arnold Allen versus Mavsar of Loev. Dana, like, no disrespect. That's just not true, man. That's not true. Yeah. How are you saying that, like, everybody tuned out and, like, everyone's soul slowly got older watching those those two lesbians fight? Yeah. <laughs> that aged me by five years. That was the worst fight of ever. Like, that was bad. Man. We almost went home, man. We, we were like, <laughs> oh, man, we're getting drinking. Let's just go home. Time. I almost didn't want to watch Strickland Duplicy yeah. because of Dude, my, yeah, that was rough. So for him to say that, I... I wonder, like, where that comment came from. I don't know. That fight had everything. Grappling. It had striking. Yeah. Illegal controversy. The knees. And then Mozart, like a freaking badass, says, no, I'm okay. He could have sat out and won the fight. You know that? If yeah. he would have said, no, I don't want to continue, they would have gave him the fight because he was up in scorecards and all that. But the savage goes, oh, I'm going to go out there. I personally agree that fight sucked because I lost 100 bucks to Ramsey. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, we go, hey, I'm always betting on the Muslim fighter. <laughs> Sorry. Stealing his money. Well, kind of yeah. yeah, paradoxically, you're betting on the Muslim yeah. fighter. It's Haram, my friend. Yeah, that is true. There's a little paradox. <laughs> but uh, That is a paradox. Damn it. All right. Here's one thing I, I want to talk about, though, is that, you know, Listen, let's just not even avoid it. There's a lot of influencer uh, drama that goes back and forth. We talked about it, but there's been you've been involved in some influencer drama that a lot of people will say that's why you're doing training. We know you're not, but but talk to us about the Mikey thing. What's going on? Oh, I, I want to. I'm not really training. You know, it's just like we just like messed around. Yeah, yeah played around. You know, but like no, you're like working it's like out two for days. Fun. It's just yeah. like working out for like two days, and I'm here like, hey, so why are you in camp? Like, yeah. nah, just. Yeah. just um, yeah, just, I think it's about time. I think this is, uh, you're not going to get, I, I had a realization, like, I'm not going to get my youth back and I'm 25 and the drinking, the clubbing, the, all the other stuff that people kind of trade their youth for, it's always going to be there. Like mm -hmm. you can be for, I've seen people in LA and all the other influencers, like they're like 40 years old and they're still clubbing, partying, doing all that. So it's like, well, you're not going to age out of being able to drink at a bar. Yeah. You can do that whenever. But yeah, I am going to lose my youth. Mm -hmm. So I might as well use it to the, the best of my ability. And I think that's, um, you know, that's becoming extremely strong and getting my cardio right, you know, learning everything about MMA. Yeah. But like so, this Mikey guy, I, I mean, I don't, like, like we said, we're, yeah, we're, we're like old. never get sanctioned, to be honest. You've got yeah. like eight inches on the guy. Yeah. I don't think it ever. Well, I mean, there's no height class. Yeah. Yeah, it'd but be way. People better. always say that. Oh, you got a height. That's not a thing. Yeah, but yeah. if you're gonna fight, you just be like, <sighs> well, he fights at 125. Is what he competes at. 125, really? I think it's like one. What are you walking around there? Uh, I think 165, 170. Yeah. And have you ever done a weight cut before? No. Oh, 50 pounds. Well, you have to move back. <laughs> but the only thing is, is like we can meet at 145 if uh, hypothetically. Yeah. yeah hypothetically. hypothetically meet there. But then the only problem would be like. You'd have to go to like Saudi Arabia or something like that. I think to get because it. Because they also wouldn't say you because he he's a he's a legit jujitsu guy. So yeah. it would be a problem. People wouldn't want you walking in with with him as well because he's been doing it for so long. If it were hypothetically to happen, do you have some confidence? What what what's your thoughts on it? You know what I'm really surprised about is that a five time champion like everyone's like, oh you like fucking pussy take the fight. I'm like. Well, professional fighter called out a yeah. streamer. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not, I never claimed to be, you know, I'm just learning, you know? Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, do it. Oh, who? I think I got my money on. I got my money on get Mikey. Like, yeah. Duh, 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 yeah. That, is that really something controversial? Yeah. What did you think was going to happen? The champion versus the non-professional? Yeah. That's like people are like tweeting me. Like, you really think he, I'm like, but we're first off, we're having fun. Like, we're yeah. just training. And like, honestly, you just want to learn how to train, you know? And yeah. then I'm like. If 
Mikey didn't win that. That would be the novel. A bigger indictment yeah. on, on Mikey than it would be props for for be Smith more to... embarrassing. But you know, this is a shout out though. I part of the reason I wanted to come because I just can't stand jujitsu, bro. I can't stand heel hookers, and, and especially. And Ramsey's a black belt in jujitsu. Yeah, I'm a black belt in jujitsu, and I just can't stand it because like they just. I even saw his training video. He like punches someone, takes him down, and falls down to a heel hook. I'm like. Bro, if I was in a street fight, I would get up and just eye gouge you and then be like over or grab you by your hair and stomp it, you know? I just. How long does it take to uh, get a black belt in jujitsu? Uh, like 15 years. Fuck. You've been doing jujitsu for that long? Uh, yeah, I started jujitsu when I was like 16, 17. I was wrestling and I started doing catch wrestling, which is kind of the same. And then when I was like 18, 19, I was like full time fight. I was pro fighter at 19, training full time. And then I never wanted a, a belt because I was a jujitsu hater and I was a white belt beating up black belts. And then I realized for business, you know, it's like people are like, are you a black belt in jujitsu? And like, how many times a week do you have to train in those years to get the black belt? Uh, from, so I got my black belt from Jake, Jake Shields, another mutual friend. Uh, dude, he made me train two times a day, pretty much every day. Like he never would let me two times a day, every day for how long? Uh, probably like 10 years, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, so I've been doing it for six months off and on, and you don't even get a roadmap in your head, right? The thing is, until you'll be, a year. You, you'll be going with Ramsey. I'll be going with Ramsey, right? And he'll be just be just, and I'm, I'm bigger than Ramsey, right? Better looking, smarter. And <laughs> uh, he'll, be, he'll be like doing like twisting me into a pretzel and talking to his wife about the grocery list. I'm like, dude, can you at least give me the respect <laughs> enough to focus on whooping my ass? And I'm like, hey, babe, uh, make sure you do this, this. And he's like, <laughs> and I'm like look at me. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a lot. Yeah. That's why it like blows my mind that, you know, we train like twice and then you're like, oh, so you're training. It takes 10 years twice a day to get a black belt. Um, well, if you want a real black belt, some of these other karate yeah, un- schools. Unnamed, if you pay enough money, you can get a black belt anyway. Yeah, you get a black <laughs> some belt. Places. But like from like uh, our system, yeah. And Jake like wants people to know how to fight. Like he doesn't just give out a black belt if you've never been punched in the face, you know? Did you that's roll a with big Jake thing. when he was here before? No, I met him in Vegas. Okay. Did you roll with him? Yeah. Bro, the dude's a freak, right? He's strong. Like I rolled with Jake, and he's fast, but he's just relentless. Just push, push, push. It's uh, he's all, he's also like this was like on day three, and he hadn't showered, so he stank. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Jake. Please yeah. stop beating me. Yeah, he's a he's a hit. Cardio's really good. Like I think he's like forty five. Like it really yeah. surprised me how much like he doesn't. I, I think he could still compete. Yeah, I mean he does a little jujitsu competition. He's not officially retired, but he's like I don't want to fight unless. It was like a million dollar paycheck he said but i would love to see like because he competed against gsp and do all these different ones you know i like to watch that is like a great way to not take damage you know what i mean like the dude doesn't need to get punched in the face anymore he's fought the best guys in the world and Mm. he just needs to train and honestly he's a great coach like a lot of his guys you know the uh brothers the Afghan yeah, brothers. They just won. Yeah, he coaches those. More Muslim fighters, right? Yeah, there, there we, we go. go. More bro, of them, bro. Nonstop. Like, yeah, they just, are nasty. The dominance, man, is, is undeniable. So, it's just, so you, you think it really is like a competitive edge now? It, it's clearly the winning team. Yeah. I mean, Muhammad Lee, look at all these guys. Mike they, Tyson, every single one, man. It's just the winning team. Abdul Aid, formerly Waheed. known as Javante. Yeah, yeah. Javante Davis. Hey, man. 
Hey, um, maybe we'll convert. Uh, that can't be Kyle a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. If I convert, maybe I'll start whooping some ass. Yeah, maybe we'll get good at fighting, bro. <laughs> yeah, but Mormons and Muslims, we we're, we both got a lot of the same stuff. We're both not allowed to do anything. So. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. train hard. Multiple wives, too. Right. Right. Yeah. When we get to the next life, we're going to get so many wives. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we're kind of in the same boat. Yeah. You know what, though? Not just, like, Muslim fighters. I will say my best fighters are ultra-religious. They're just disciplined. Yeah, right. and not even that, though. Like, when we go out to the fight... Like, you know, I have a couple Christian fighters, you know, and they, they're very, like, like Mormons, you know, like my, some of the ones I, and I'm like, yeah, say your prayer and, you know, get ready to fight. And I feel like when someone's religious, it's the same thing as, like, why the uh, Greeks and the Romans and all of them were, like, the greatest, you know, warriors. Same with, like, uh, what's it called? Like, 300. Yeah, um, Spartans. Spartans. Because they were more excited about their death. Than they are about like like when you really believe eternal in a religion. Reward. Yeah, your internal reward, like jihad, like you'll go to heaven no matter what, you know. And like same with like being a Mormon, like you believe you're going to heaven no matter what. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And you believe that, and you go out and you make sacrifices now for a better reward later. And that's the same thing with anything. Is like yeah, I'll make the sacrifices now to be able to to have something better tomorrow. Same with fighting. Like I'll make the sacrifices. I'll I'll eat real lean. I'll do all this training so that later I can be in a better position. Yeah, and I think and to be honest, it doesn't even feel like it doesn't even feel like sacrifices after you know. For me, I go out to the, we go out to the restaurant. Uh, I don't feel like drinking. I'm not. It's not that I'm giving up drinking. It's I, I just don't want to. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just don't drink. You yeah. know. But then legitimately, that is like sacrifice. And I mean, like in your business, bro. Like you're a nasty entrepreneur, and you know you're willing to sacrifice right now to go like travel and you know get all your business what sacrifices do you feel like you're making now and what are you trying to build long term in general sacrifices uh i think the, the 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 big shift was like not even seeing it as a sacrifice you know like only taking i i used to work for like six hours and then get high yeah because they're like okay i earned this mm-hmm. you know I, I earned turning off my brain going to the strip club getting high like drinking like yeah we're taught and i would kind of like celebrate every day because i i got the work done because for such a long time i was a, i was a lazy just like sloth you know so just yeah. for the fact that of me getting work done was an accomplishment but now that it's become so routine it's like i just want to do more work yeah you know i, I just want i i get i my reward is succeeding even more it's just I, I want to have it as a compound effect. So I don't really see it as a sacrifice now. That's just the only thing that I that I really enjoy doing. Well, I bet that's like how it is when you're when you're a fighter. Is like when you're doing your first weight cut. It's like oh this sucks. But when you're in your twentieth, it's like oh this is part of doing no the, weight cutting. <laughs> I would say though on the training, like you get out of a good training session. Like literally the other day when we all me you and Shane sparred together, I was like Dude, that was better than getting high. You know, I left there. I was like. Hell yeah, that was fun, bro. I had a, like, I don't know. Do you feel that at all? Yeah, like, I definitely. I don't feel like it's a sacrifice because I actually love it's doing enjoyable. it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, are you falling in love with training? Yeah, I, I just love the process of getting better and improving. Yeah. Like, that's where I really get high now is, is I don't see it as sacrificing, like, as sacrificing my time. It's just the best use of it. Yeah. And I think when I shifted that, when I started understanding that, that's when I start, I stopped seeing work as work and it's just as what, I get to do. Yeah. So we talk a lot about, and then we'll, we'll, we will get here to, to the fights from last night, but we talk a lot about, you know, fighters needing to sell fights and beefs and maybe even some manufactured beefs. Uh, you being in the world that you're in, 
a lot of influencers. Do you feel like you've made a shift away from beefs? Like, uh, like uh, I know there was a beef with uh, with Penguin, right? And, and a couple of different guys. Do you feel like that stuff's kind of just in the background for you now, or, or how does that whole world work? I mean, did you Google that? No, I saw a video of it. Oh, right. I, was, I, was <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care about any of that right. stuff. Like to be honest, do. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's just done with. It's just you know? noise. Like yeah, it's, it, it's all it's all a show. Love that, love that. Okay, let's get into two ninety seven. Let's break it down. Yeah, dude. I think. What did you think about the main fight? Drickus won. I thought he won. I thought it was pretty obvious that he won. I, I'm really surprised, like that. Everybody was saying, like, it's rigged, it's rigged, it's rigged. Oh, the woke agenda. Yeah. Oh, because he called out the LGBT. I'm like, wait, didn't he fucking like? Isn't he a Zionist? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? He was defending Israel, which that's the. If you're gonna talk about woke, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So he's on their side in a lot of ways. You could definitely say that. I was actually one. I mean, Drickus is our boy. We had him on the podcast. I had. Uh, uh, I had some money on my boy Drickus. Thank you, Shane. Appreciate you, big dog. <laughs> uh, but uh, honestly, I was shaking the whole time because it was such, I mean, it felt a lot. I didn't think it was close at all, uh, and except for one or two rounds. Drickus even admitted it was close. He said he lost the first round. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest, I, I actually think he got he won the first. He lost the second because that I thought because that's when Strickland opened his eye up. Okay. And I think he won three, four, and I think Strickland won five. But... He was just putting so much pressure on. I, I, Dana said he thought that uh, Strickland won. I didn't even see that close. And then when it went to split decision, I was like, "How is that possible?" Yeah, I, you know, I looked at the scorecards. So everyone had uh, Strickland one and five. That was all across the boards. But the only one was round three, which I thought was weird. I don't think he won round three. Three was dominant. That's when he took yeah. it down a couple of times. That's what I was kind of saying. It was kind of all over, bro. And then for Dana to say that was. A bad decision? I don't know, man. Like, so you think GSP is right and that there shouldn't be rounds? It should just be like for championship fights, it should just be, you know, 25 minutes straight? Yeah, I agree. I think it should be. I don't think any fight would ever go to 25 minutes. Yeah, bro. You, you need that. Sakuraba, Helio uh, yeah, Gracie, time. 45 minutes. That was a different time, though. Yeah. And that's when they could. Uh, it went 45 minutes? Yeah. That's like their first fight was 45 or 50 minutes. Yeah, but how much of that was just laying in each other's guard? That's true. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like, no, it was like, it was uh, like 45 minutes, probably like 43 minutes of his laying, laying down. Yeah. It'd basically be like watching Gordon Ryan just, it's a jiu-jitsu competition. When he did that three-hour yeah. match and just like lay, you know, Gordon Ryan does yeah, like yeah. sub only, and it was like a two-hour or 45 minutes of. Him smashing this dude until he quits. I don't so. care how much you enjoy the sport of jiu-jitsu or grappling. If I have to watch a dude on the ground for 40 minutes, I'm going to go jump off. But I think it should still be within 15, 20 minutes. No ref at all. Like there should. I know it sucks sometimes, but when the ref stands him up, that's breaking everything up. Like I was telling you last night, I've been in a fight where I was on someone's back, and then the round ended, and I was like, damn it, and I got a body triangle in, and then I end up losing the fight, and you're like, Dude, the round, and literally you go to the corner, and it takes away the martial artist because the coach goes, here's the hole, here's this, do this. So he's not actually figuring it out in the moment. He's actually being coached up, and it takes it away from martial arts and makes it more like a sport. I don't know. Like, well, I mean, you got to live within the rules of the sport. I mean, yeah, otherwise, it's tough. I mean, yeah, so that also gives way for gamemanship. Like I've got to think, well, if I'm going to hold him, if I want to take him down, I got to take him down early. Cause if I take him down too late, I'm not going to have the time to get to the things that I want to do. Uh, there's a lot to it. 
uh, I personally didn't think it was as close as people are saying. I feel like, but I'm super biased. I don't want him to immediately go to a rematch. I'm tired of like immediate rematches. I want to see uh, Duplicy fight Adesanya next. Oh, oh yeah, Hamza. They're talking about Strickland fighting Hamza. Yeah, I don't, I don't like seeing the immediate rematch. Like mix it up a little bit. I'm you know? with you. I hate the immediate rematch. You're like you know? we just watched this. You yeah, know? It's, it's, it's plus everybody better. on YouTube agreed with me that. Uh, uh, Strickland got lucky beating Adesanya anyway. I mean, oh, I mean, yeah. Pure luck that he beat him the first time. <laughs> Five rounds of beating his ass. Yeah, that sounds lucky. <laughs> but I think Adesanya, the big problem with Adesanya, I think he's going to get his ass whipped by Drakus because Drakus is just a pressure pusher. Yeah. And Adesanya, he's, he's, he's a counter fighter. He'll wait there, but he's just too big for him. Yeah, the only thing I can see is, is, is he catches him on the chin, like that Whitaker knockout, you know, like. Because he is precise, bro. That's precise, the thing. but he's yeah. not. I mean, Drake has shown that he's so strong. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, Strickland was precise. That jab didn't miss, basically. Yeah, that was pretty nasty. Then Chris Curtis, you want to break down that fight? That was your boy. That's what. Yeah, I, I, the Sneeko effect was uh, on was point last swing. night. Dude. So, uh, three last out. night, I, I wanted three fighters. Uh, I wanted. I called three fights. I wanted Chris to win. I wanted Mavsar to win, and I wanted Duplessis to win because. Yeah. Chris was very kind. He taught me how to do a rear naked choke. You know, we got to train together. He was, he was cool. Mavsar invited me to the gym and taught me how to do takedowns and how to do trips, stuff like that. Uh, I met Strickland, and he was, you know, he made a, a diss about me on his Instagram. So I was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't mind if Duplessis won, you know. Like, <laughs> like, you know that'd be nice to not see him as champion. But, um, yeah, and I went, went three for three. And Chris, like, shout out to him. He, he did really well. That was, uh, that was a brutal fight. They got really tired at the end. Like they, they look, they look big for 185. Like that looked like a heavyweight fight. But yeah, Chris did well, and he's he's getting up there too. Like he, he moves like a young guy, talks like a young guy. But he's like he's older than you. He's like 36, something like that. Damn, dude, that's old as shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. oh my, yeah. If I'm over 36. I'm gonna yeah. jump off a bridge. See, I didn't know he's older, bro. That, but yeah, I mean that was a wild. It was fight. an old card. It was all like people in their 30s, pretty. That is true. Yeah, the youngest guys were the 29 year olds, Arnold and Evway. What about that fight, bro? Yeah, though, definitely. But yeah, the Sneeko effect was there. So just like next time you guys have a fight, you want to you keep me keep me on the team. Keep Sneeko happy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, put him in the, the corners. Like I'll Jack, start texting but, you like, hey, what are my picks when I'm betting against Kyle? Yeah. I'm like, who did you take? You know? I, when I took Strickland and I saw Drake put on Strickland, I was like, damn it, I'm losing. Drake, Drake effect is the opposite of the Sneeko effect. Yeah. It's a guaranteed loss. And then that Caitlin Neal girl, she picked uh, Strickland too. And yeah. Then, we bet uh, losers got to jump in a frozen river at home. In the, Back in Utah. In Utah, so I so have to go. Brandon has to go do an ice bath in the Provo River. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Well, I'll tell you, last night, so me and Ramsey would come out of Utah. I mean, Ramsey's got, had more of a, uh, uh, a, a nightlife uh, life beforehand. Uh, I think he's kind of chilled out now that he's gotten older. But I'll tell you, that restaurant, my autism was in full swing. That was the loudest music. I was like, how is it? Honestly, were you guys enjoying being in that loud music? I need to gauge the young people. Was that, I got to be honest, like a good time. You might it? actually be autistic because I didn't even realize the music. Oh, yeah, he like, is, bro. He is. I never clocked. I never registered once that the music was loud. Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I was. Just, I wanted to go jump into the river outside. I was. I was struggling so bad. Yeah. I had to keep stretching out my bad. Knees. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. these young kids. I gotta get out of here. I was with you. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> when the music would go on, I was like, really. Oh yeah, bro! It was so loud even, for me. I didn't realize that at all. Yeah, yeah, you're old, I turned down my hearing aid, and it was still too loud. Had to go outside, call my wife, and she's like, "Where are you? Are you at a nightclub?" I was like, "No, it's a restaurant." It's a restaurant. <laughs> she's like, "What?" 
I was in Boston a couple of weeks ago with my wife. We walked into this like like really well like reviewed restaurant. Walk in, the music was too loud. I was like, dude, we gotta get out of here. So it must be just a, a, a us problem because everybody else was having a great time. The Packers game was on. They were screaming their heads off in there. Uh, tell us what uh, what the Miami life is for you, Sneeko. Tell us tell us what you enjoy about it. Tell us what you wish was different out here. Tell us what the future is. Everybody's here. This is definitely the new LA. I think GTA 6 kind of solidified that. Uh, GTA 5 was LA 2013. Then everybody wants LA. And yeah. now it's getting oversaturated and like demonic completely. So everyone's leaving. Yeah. But here's the place where like everybody's doing stuff like this is coming here. I think there's a lot of motion. Um, if you're into the nightlife thing, it's it's definitely here, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah, good weather. You know, I could walk around my gun everywhere. Hell yeah. Good taxes. Yeah, America. Utah. America. Same with Utah. You don't even need to conceal that. But see. then you got to live in Utah. Yeah, no, that's Utah true. Utah's awesome. I'm, yeah. telling, I'm telling you, you come out to Utah, you're like, this is, this is insane. Well, what's, what's good about Utah? Miami, there's so many. Like, look, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful place, man. Well, honestly, so Utah is really Utah, beautiful. Like, they came out for All-Star Weekend last year, and even all the players were, were wild. I don't like being landlocked. Yeah, it's just weird being in the middle of, like, a bunch of land. Well, you'll come visit, and we'll show you a good time. Deal? Because yeah. there's, like, big-ass lakes. You like you're trapped there like well when i'm just landlocked oh. i just yeah know, we're, we're like stuck close to vegas it's yeah it's in the mountains it's a 40 minute flight though to california and honestly oh, really? yeah i used to live in california and it'd be like three hours for me to drive to the beach right for you yeah. too yeah. Oh, that's then, not bad and then i would just now we just go to john wayne pars or the john wayne not par that's the muay thai guy yeah <laughs> john wayne airport and you're like at the beach in an hour yeah, it and it's for us it's like a hundred bucks so plus you'll you know you uh first of all you get to watch it's very red so you Everybody's got guns in Idaho. You you had that you had that uh, homesteader on the other day from Idaho. Owen Benjamin. Owen Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were streaming with him in Idaho. When you walk into the airport in Boise, you can't. There is an unbelievable amount of signs saying "Leave your gun in the car." No guns. Leave because <laughs> everybody has guns over there. And the places that have the most guns are actually the safest because 100%. when you go to places that don't allow guns, then all the law-abiding citizens don't have guns. And just criminals do, yeah. Yeah, and just the criminals. So yeah, it's just very safe in Utah. It feels good. Yeah, it's it's beautiful, but I also understand what you're saying. Like I grew, I mean, you grew up in California too. And I'll beach. be honest, if I was a 25 year old dude not married then i'd, I'd love to yeah. a place like this you'll see as you're getting older and getting a family it's like oh well i don't need so much of that yeah actually it's a weird complaint but i would say the one thing that i don't like about miami it's just so weird is like just how many beautiful women there are <laughs> yeah. like just walking over like, i actually haven't had a problem with that I, i've enjoyed that walking part. over <laughs> here there's so much ass and it's just like it just takes my mind it just like sucks away some sort of energy I wish that there were like Utah women out here, like just ugly, like, you know. No, no, Utah women are the most beautiful, beautiful bro. Wow. Yeah, I swear. Yeah, on my life, life, dude, dude, tell me no, what Utah women are. Women, the hottest woman will come here to get wifed up by a millionaire. No, no bro. bro, you don't know. I'm telling you, in Utah, yeah. we got women aren't moving to Utah. Oh, yeah, bro, yeah, you're right. Okay, that, you're right. Don't yeah, yeah. Here's the Please. thing: Utah sucks. Don't move yeah, there. Don't move there. That's what we really. What women are flying to Utah to get wifed up? Oh my goodness. They are. No, is right. there no, money no, in Utah? Wanna, yeah. We, we oh, don't want to yeah. blow the spot. So you're right. But I'm telling you, you if you come out to Utah, it is going to change your Your life. opinion on yeah. it, bro. And then, like, you know, out here, everyone wants to be wiped up by, you know, this millionaire guy or, you know, like have this, like, Louis Vuitton kind of life. What did you say last night? There's no wives in Miami. 
right? Yeah, true. I mean, in Utah, everyone's dream is like, I want to be married and a stay-at-home wife. And they're beautiful. And they're beautiful, dude. Okay. So, and we, well, you know, too, because like the huge Mormon influence in Utah, a lot of Mormons are in LA. So you get a ton of like yourself, like Southern California. So a lot of people joke. It's like literally the California almost like literally you are in a California. Uh, yeah. But with a conservative vibe, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, I can well, scoop well, up a Mormon girl, turn her Muslim. Well, that'd be tough. You don't have to convert him. Yeah. As it says, you know, uh, if you marry people, the book. Yeah. Yeah. If, as long as they're the book. You know, the thing show, is, the thing is yeah. Mormon is a lot like Muslim in that it would be hard to convert a Muslim to something else because it's so ingrained in your culture. Same for LDS people. My they, mom's Mormon and yeah. my dad was Muslim. But, like, you know, obviously everyone's always like, oh my God, that's crazy. And they got divorced, but it was because of other shit, nothing to do with, you know, religion. But really, like, you know, they were very conservative. They both had. No one drank in the house. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so, being a member, so it's, the, the church is actually called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It's, it's a cultural thing, too. As much as, like, uh, Islam is a religion, but it's also part of your culture. It's the food you eat, the way you talk, it's all those things. Same in the, in the LDS religion. So yeah. it, you'll have to come out. We've had, and even, we've like, had, if they're not, like, LDS, the culture is to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, yeah. that's literally our culture. It's like, everyone's like... I mean, there are it's women that work, but yeah, it's very family oriented. Because of, uh, because also too, you know, practice celibacy and things. People get married young, so you got an incredible amount of hot moms. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just young and they're moms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, central. Dude, yeah. I'll tell you what, my wife, hello milf. Good yeah, to mine too, bro. Yeah. She's a fucking ten, you <laughs> yeah. know. And, yeah. I, and, I, and that's actually funny. It's like uh, my, you know, Luke Rockhold. No, uh, the, 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 the fighter. fighter. He fought uh, also in bare knuckle. Paulo Costa. But anyways, he's like one of my friends. And when he came out to Utah, he was like, you know, he's from L.A. He's, he was a male model, L.A. scene. He was like, where are we? Like, because yeah. there's this beautiful women. He's like, what the fuck take is you this up to, Take you up to Park City. Is all That's where I took him. We went to Park City. He was like, what is this place, man? You're selling me on Utah. Yeah, it I'm is, man. You do a Utah good is also where Bucked Up is based. Big shout out to Bucked Up yes, who is sponsoring this podcast. Yeah, shout out to Bucked Up. Grab it on the intro. No, you're good. Okay. But honestly, dude, Sneaker, this has been an incredible amount of fun. I love seeing guys get to experience the beginning of jujitsu and 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 boxing and all those things because it's I love I love sucking at something and, and getting the opportunity to learn and, and grow and you, th you think I suck? Uh, you weren't great. <laughs> I'm just playing. But uh, as a beginner, awesome. But it's, everybody sucks when they come in brand new. I mean, you see that boxing, and you'll see it'll feel like – I always tell Ramsey, in fact, we're going to go train today. You should tell Ramsey, hey, listen, give me a minute of full speed because the difference between training and full speed, it is it's going to blow your mind. So, as, But honestly, what I'll say is I've been incredibly impressed watching you be out there, do the do the cardio. For me, I do the cardio for like two minutes, and I go puke in the trash can. Literally, you, bro. You, you were like, oh, can we go train again? And like, again? you know that little the cardio passion. workout we finished with? Yeah, the sprints? Yeah, you won't even get through, like, no, the bag work. And oh, yeah, the, the drop and all yeah, that. Yeah, he won't even get through the 30 seconds. Oh, dude, like, I was puking yeah. my guts. Yeah, yeah you so, was. Bro. Dude, dedicated, honestly, it's been a lot of fun having you on here. Um, I don't even need, usually I have people shout out their socials, but everybody knows your stuff. So uh, thanks for being a part of it. We're incredibly glad thanks to have to, to be hanging out with you appreciate it thanks guys for tuning in watching Sneeko here on the Coach and the Casual watch all the clips big thanks to Bucked Up let's go get it thanks for tuning in to the Coach and the Casual make sure to subscribe on YouTube Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends thanks again <laughs>